can't sleep, you might as well dread being boring. It's like 2.30, woke up, and uh, just been not sleeping very much. Ever since I got that first COVID shot, my sleeping has been off. So, here on the treadmill, doing an iFit race, and watching some dumb superheroes movie. But, uh, you guys can't really go out walking around my neighborhood at 2.30 in the morning. So, good thing I got a treadmill. Well, once again, ever since I got my first COVID shot, got my last one Friday. So the past three weeks, my sleep has gone to shit. Pardon my French. I uh, was getting really good sleep ever since I got diagnosed with my congestive heart failure on the beta blockers and some blood pressure medicine and started sleeping six, seven hours and scoring in the 80s and 90s. And everything was going great. And now I'm not sure if it's that or also the time change. But, oh well, when you can't sleep, dread. I mean, I'd love to just be out walking. It is about four in the morning now, so I can't walk at two in the morning. So I got on the treadmill, did a 5K, was watching on HBO Max the superhero movie. I didn't even know the title of it with all the six of them, Superman bringing back to life. Oh, spoiler alert. I guess, um, never really got super movies, never in the comic books. Uh, the fight scenes are always ridiculous and super long. This movie, I do have to say, well, look at that big old full moon. This one, you know, it visually was stunning and, uh, you know, the, and that type of thing. The story got better as it went along. I did like the Flash Kid because he's funny, and I think that's the whole point. But I just don't get my uh, people. I mean, I guess it's because, you know, us humans have always had myths and legends and telling stories, and people love wanting that but it's not my real cup of tea but it makes good treadmill fodder so quit doing that because i unfortunately finished up the sopranos again um i think i'm going to try and watch succession i tried watching it the other day i've already watched it before i don't think it's a treadmill uh kind of show of course yesterday it was kind of fun to watch the uh formula one grand prix that was on uh i love the netflix behind the scenes got me into watching the regular races and, of course, Lewis Hamilton won again, seven-time champ. But the sport's not really fair because, you know, if you're not in a good car, you're pretty much screwed. That's why I quit doing triathlons. I never had the money to get the equipment. That's why I like running and walking for the most part is, you know, equipment neutral. But, of course, now with the super shoes, um, people are getting a little unfair advantage. But, you know, a couple hundred bucks and you can get those shoes. So it's not too much of a barrier entry. One last thing I was watching yesterday. It's a HD Runners Prep Cal Track. They did a great thing on Great Oak and Newberry Park with Nico Young following them for the 2019 season. And now they're doing it with the girls cross country. But with this one, it's Great Oak and uh, Buchanan, who I'm very familiar with. Buchanan is up the road in Fresno, Clovis. That's, they host the state cross country meet. And they have an amazing, amazing track up there. It's just like the one they had at Beijing, I guess. And it just got resurfaced. And so they host the state meet in California as well. So really fun to watch that and see a lot of kids I've seen over the years and a lot of courses. And I highly recommend watching it. Uh, just two quality programs. Unfortunately, Great Oak has now been destroyed. You can never have good things. A couple disgruntled people made accusations that were completely false. And Doug Souls, the coach and his assistant, have now stepped down and left the program. Just a shame. The good thing is 
They, uh, one of their former athletes, I think kid Isaac Cortez, who I believe won the 800, 1600 double at state. He's now coaching kids and hopefully that will uh, be successful for them. I forgot that Friday, the city came out and fixed the lights out here at Beach Park where I have a 2K loop. Very nice. Not walking around in the dark. The uh, Fit for Live people should be out here shortly. It's like 4.50 in the morning. I am uh, 4K into my 7K workout. I'm doing 14 times a half kilometer. Trying to give a little pace to my walking this morning. Not quite 6 a.m. and I'm finished up my workout. I'm just doing a cool down. Did 14 times 500. Uh, it is Monday, so last week I threw out to you guys to take a boring challenge where you're gonna do something, set up a routine and do something at the same time of day for 40 minutes. How did you guys do? Um, my routine that I wanted to get, well actually it wasn't for 40 minutes, but what I learned from uh, my friend here at his Fitbit Bootcamp was about drinking half your body weight, half your body weight in water every day. Um, I was getting 90, 100 ounces, but this weekend, I don't know, I was just, I'm drinking other stuff, obviously. I'm hooked on those Diet Pepsis, but I only got like 40, 50 ounces, so I kind of failed on that routine. I'm gonna keep working on it. Um, I'm really looking into uh, going back to my 100 mile week ways that I used to do. You know, I've been doing 50, 60 with this idea that I'm gonna feel better and I'm gonna um, compete better and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I was from like uh, 2012 or 13 and four or five years, racking up 5,000 mile years, just enjoy the process of, you know, getting that 14 miles a day. Um, I did the six days in the dome that I put on some of you guys did and at 110 or so mile 120 mile week felt pretty good should have just kept that on the roll but i didn't i've been doing 50 60 but i think starting today i'm going to start trying to do 100 mile weeks again i may not jump right into it because you know i want to stay healthy uh, but this morning up at 2:30, did a 5k on the treadmill just did a 7k workout that's 12K, 4K to go, and I got my 10 in the morning. And if you look at most of the uh, elite athletes who are trying to do 100 mile weeks, they often do 10 in the morning. You know, they do like an hour and a half because they're fast. You know, 10 in the morning, four in the evening, and get 100, or the guys who are going for 120 mile weeks, 12 and six, and that's kind of the recipe. I know Camille Heron does that. Of course, like Camille said, she doesn't like to get up, so she often does her workouts like at 10 in the morning and then maybe later, 8 o'clock. For whatever reason, I'm just a morning person, though I don't want to be a 2 in the morning person. But uh, So I'm out here throughout the year. Of course, in the summer, you got to be out here because it'll be 100. In fact, yesterday was in the 80s, and this week we might be hitting the 90s already. Too soon, too soon. But I, I do love the heat. I mean, hell, it's 58 degrees out here. I'm still wearing this dopey vest because I'm always feeling cold.
Looks like something overheating over there on the uh, Highway 99. Not a good place. There's a dip there and there's always accidents there when people are riding along. Well, I got my 10 miles in before 6.30 or so, 7.30 in the morning. Time to work on some YouTube stuff. Thought about playing poker, but I think I'm going to try and go to sleep since I've been up since 2. So I got up, and like I was saying before, my sleep has just been ever messed up. And basically ever since I got that first Pfizer shot three weeks ago, I was just on a clubhouse trail runner one, and there were 20-plus people in the uh, room, and I asked if anybody there had gotten a COVID vaccine, and everyone was from, like, uh, there were some people from Hong Kong, Asia, Portugal, Europe, not really any Americans because it is early in the morning, and none of them of the 20-plus people in there, no one had actually even had the vaccine. So it's kind of interesting that here in the States, we definitely get vaccinated. And so I asked about the issues and just saying mainly it was just my sleep being jacked up. And, of course, all of them were like, you need to go see your doctor. You need to go see your doctor. And I was like, you do know I live in America and our healthcare system I mean, granted, it gets us vaccinations, but go see my doctor. It would take a week or two, and my general practitioner really wouldn't know what's going on or understand me. Thankfully, I do have a cardiologist who does, and things are serious. I would definitely go see doctor, doctor. So what I've kind of like been thinking is I need to get back to doing bigger mileage. I'm just happier when I do that. You know, I'm just addicted to doing it, and I've been backing off for a while. So I'm going to go back to doing 100-mile weeks or get close to it. I did that challenge this beginning of this year where I did do it a hundred mile week felt pretty good so I was looking back at my old Strava stuff and it goes back to 2013 so 2013 I did uh, 3,700 miles 2014 I just missed 4,000 I did 3,960 so then starting in 2015 it was you know because there's 52 weeks in the year so 5,200 miles would be basically 100 miles for the year I did 5,192 2016 I did 6,214 and uh, that was your I uh, won the blue, and I think one of the things is these numbers are a little inflated because starting in 2014, I started doing a six-day race, so you get a nice chunk of 300 miles in six days, and then, of course, you do four-day races, I mean, 48-hour uh, races, and get 140 miles. So 2016 was my big one, 62.14, then 2017 was 54.30, 2018 was 52.05, uh, 2019 is kind of where I kind of fell off the wagon. It was only 44.31. And 2019 was the year where I went to Beyond Limits, which I just had done a, 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 a redoables on. Went to there, and for some crazy reason, even though I never should sign up for 72-hour races, I signed up for the 72-hour race. About halfway through, I got to about 75 miles, and I just didn't want to be there anymore. I wanted to go home, and so I packed it up and went home. And then, of course, I went to the Dome. It was all paid for my Airbnb, my rental, everything. I went to the Dome, not with my head on right. First day, I got to just under 60 miles, watched Yolanda and Anthony make Centurion lists for walking 100 miles in under 24 hours. Did a few more laps and said, I just want to go home. Um, American Airlines said I could go with no charge, so I didn't even get 100K there. So 2019 just kind of fell apart on me. And then, of course, 2020 with the injury where for six weeks I was doing almost no walking. Um, and then I did, you know, do the race across Tennessee and back across Tennessee was 35-13. So I think I need to get back into the, the 5,000 range. Just seems like that's my sweet spot. It's a lot of time out there because 100-mile weeks aren't the same for everyone. In fact, I really wish magazines and articles and podcasts when they talk about, oh, you know, this elite athlete does 100, 140 miles. you got to realize that, like, okay, 
they're running, uh, well, if they're running 10 miles an hour, six minute miles, that's only 10 hours a week to do 100 miles. So let's say, you know, some are seven or eight minute miles. So, you know, they're doing 12 hours a week, which is totally doable. And so if they would say, you know, so-and-so trains 12 hours a week, you'd be like, wow, he's a professional athlete and he trains, you know, two hours a day. It's not too bad. In fact, running's kind of unusual in that you can really only run a couple hours a day and then you're just going to fall apart. Whereas if you watch like swimmers like Michael Phelps, you know, they're swimming at the crack of dawn for a couple hours, lifting weights in the afternoon and then swimming in the the afternoon, I mean, in the morning, in the afternoon. And they do that because, you know, it's a weightless activity. And so you can easily swim, you know, 40 hours a week. Same thing with cycling. It's not weight bearing. And so I had a good friend who ended up riding in Europe. And, you know, he'd do eight-hour days. You're five, 600 miles a week. You can easily train 40 hours a week. And then, of course, I come from the triathlon world, and you can definitely rack up lots of hours, you know, running. So being an elite runner, it's, I, I always tell people, you're going to be an endurance athlete. Being an elite runner is a pretty sweet gig. You know, of course, once you get up to that 100, 120 miles, you should be doing some prehab and rehab, you know, and I've incorporated that in my workouts doing kettlebell and all those kind of things. So definitely it was interesting to uh, be on their clubhouse um, today at nine o'clock, about an hour, hour and a half. The Jester and I are going to do another podcast. Um, if you have some questions, you can hit us up on social media. Uh, well, hit me up because it doesn't ever answer things or he's not on there very often. You know, get contact me through Instagram, Andy Noise, or, you know, yeah, Instagram is about the best place to contact me. Uh, Twitter, I'm on there, but I don't really check the DMs. But Instagram, I definitely will check the DMs. Of course, they have a lot of these where they're all these like, hey, how are you doing, big guy kind of Instagram messages. So I'll have to weed through those. But it's all good. And as always, I hope you guys are having a good Monday. Hopefully you are continuing on being Boring Challenge or start it. That's to do some set up a routine and do something the same time every day. be great to get in 34 minutes, whatever it is. And as always, stay healthy, be boring, not epic.